Hi, I'm Aldias in Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So. This is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Tony Robbins, day two, day three. So today we're going to talk a little bit about risks. That is not a topic that I'm really good at because I'm not a big risk taker. I try to live my life with as few risks as possible. Probably why I'm still anonymous on this pod. Because here there's no risk of me being judged. It's just a voice. And... It feels safe to be anonymous. I don't know what I'm scared of. I already told my bishop that I'm doing this pod and had him listen. So I guess that was a way for me to be fearless. Something they said on the challenge was, if we let people control our focus, we'll live in fear. Maybe that's what I've been doing. I've been living my life through the eyes of others. How do they watch me? How do they view me? What do they think about me? And by doing that, I've allowed fear to creep into my life. And I've been so afraid of of living that I actually haven't enjoyed that much of my life. The journey has never been what it's about. It's always been about the end goal. And now I've tried to shift the focus from the end goal to the journey. And that actually takes away a lot of the fear Every day is a new day, a clean slate, and whatever I make of it is what I make of it. I don't have to worry about what other people want or think. It's my life and my choices. So I think for the past year and a half, I lived more fearless than I have for the first 40 plus some years that I've had in my life. That's been dictated about other people, about their views of me, and now I live my life with my views of me, my dreams, and what I want to accomplish on this earth. And it's liberating, actually. It's fulfilling, and and I'm happier than I've ever been. And so, when they said that, it was... It actually got me thinking. Where has my focus been? And it's been focused on what people have thought about me. And now, I'm focused about what I think about me. I'd never been very concerned about what other people thought about me. Maybe to the other side of fault. (laughs) Um, That I never cared a lot about other people's opinions. (laughs) That is one thing that I've always looked up to you for. Because you made your own way. You went your own way. You always took the power. And growing up seeing that, you've been huge influence in my life and someone that I actually really looked up to even though you're younger than me. Thank you. That's so great. Really great to hear. And so one of the people that I also admire, except for you, of course, is uh, Albert Einstein. One of the smartest people probably to have walked the earth in some ways. But he 
he has some really wonderful quotes who just sums things up really easily. And the quote I was thinking about was, a person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. And um, that word mistake, it ruins a lot for a lot of people. People are afraid to make mistakes, but what is a mistake? Is it a mistake to have tried and failed? But, I mean, you didn't learn to walk right away. You didn't just take a step and then another. No, you fell down and you got up and you fell down again and you got up again. And it's a process. So all learning is a process. And in the process, you don't make it every time. Because when you made it, you're done. And so, but it's the time that when you don't make it and you call it a failure. And then that causes a lot of people to give up because they're so afraid to fail. But if you start thinking about it as actually being a part, a very important part of the process, and try calling it something else. Don't call it a failure. Try calling it, you know, an attempt. I attempted it, and then I attempted it again and again until you finally made it. You know, you've actually done... I'm saying that I don't care a lot about what other people think about me and I've done a couple of adventures things but you've done one thing that I've never had and one thing that I never will do actually even if somebody would walk up to me now and pay me like 10 million dollars I still wouldn't do it you have and I just wanted to know why on earth did you bungee jump uh, it actually wasn't a bungee jump. It was a reversed bungee jump, which means you you get the harness on and you get tied down to something on the ground and then you have this cord and they just, yeah, and you're to the crane and they just tighten the cord, tighten, 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 and then they pull the sprint and like, woo, up in the air you go. And I was challenged, like, you could never do that. You're too afraid. And I was like, Yes, I am, but I'll do it anyway. And so I did. And it was um, one of the most terrifying moments of my life and one of the most exhilarating moments of my life. And afterwards, I was standing there shaking, but I've never felt more alive in my life than I did at that moment. I will never do it again because I've already done it. But I'm really proud that I did it because that was in a part of my life when I, I didn't do much adventure at all. And for me to do that, it was so out of character. But I learned so much from it. Like I've said, I lived a life in fear. Because I never felt I was enough, I always cared about what other people thought about me. And I realize now how many opportunities that has missed me by because I have been too afraid to do anything about it. And it makes me sad to look at it as a failure. And it took a divorce for me to wake up and to reclaim my life and to start doing what I love, what I feel I'm drawn to and to be less fearful and more fearless. To get out of my comfort zone, to try new things and to, I think in my head, it's not a failure unless you don't try. And so many times in my life, I haven't even had the guts to try. And if I've tried, I looked what they did and then I went into a room by myself and I tried it and tried it and tried it until I was really good and then I went out and did it for everyone. Like, hey, I can do this too. But I never 
had the guts to try and in front of other people. I looked, I took it with me, I practiced in quiet, in my secluded area, and then I went out and said, hey, I can do this too. And so for me to do things in front of other people for the first time, that's a huge thing for me to do. It's so out of my comfort zone. And I'm doing more and more of that with each day. And for each time, it gets a little bit easier and it's a little bit less intimidating. And I think I like it. This is who I want to be. This is who I want to become. This is part of being the divine daughter of God that I know I am. And to claim the power that I know I was born with. Because I am a child of God. And with that knowledge comes so much gratitude and and just happiness and just power. I feel powerful. I feel more powerful now than I've ever had in my entire life. And I reclaim my life. I reclaim my power and I manifest more easily because I know that I can speak anything I want into existence because I am a daughter of God. And you deserve it. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Before that, I would say, oh, no, you're so nice. But you know what? We all do. We are all God's children. And we were put on this earth to excel and to come back to Him the most godlike that we can be. That means that we have it in us. We just need to understand, get to know one another, get to know ourselves, and to trust in the gifts and the power that we have as divine daughters and sons of divine beings. So you know the journey I've been on this past year and a half and how I'm trying to find myself. But how do you see yourself? You've been listening to all the pods since you're editing it. But how do you see yourself? When I think about myself as a daughter of God, it gives me a purpose. It also helps me to understand why I think and behave and want to do certain things in my life. So I've always been an advocate against injustice. Injustice is something that really triggers me. And um, I also always wanted to defend the weaker. And in our family, I always was the one that wanted peace. I was the mediator. <laughs> it also has something to do with that. I don't like loud noises. I don't like screaming conflicts or yelling or anything like that. So I always tried to make peace in the family. And so I also always try to make peace in the world. <laughs> I have big ambitions. If I could rule the world, and I actually think about that quite a bit, then it would be a totally different place than it is now. So when it comes to facing your fears, in my life I put a lot of focus on what I actually want. I haven't focused so much on what I don't have. And I also focused on what I can control. My husband is totally different. He focuses a lot on what he can't control and then he gets really sad or mad when something doesn't work out. I'm like, well, it already happened, so let's put it behind us. And I actually do in like a minute or two. I was like, okay, that's it. We lost or, you know. But then he can think about it for hours, days sometimes. And I'm like, well, it's already passed and we can't do anything about it. So. Let's just move forward. But actually 80% of the people around you focus on what is missing in their lives. And 
80% of the people around you focus on what they can't control. So if you focus on what you don't have and what you can't control, you're not going to be very happy. Actually, the happiest people alive are the ones that focus on being happy with what they do have and what they can control. So focus on what you have, focus on what you can control, and focus on the present and look a little bit to the future. But don't live there and don't focus on the past because it's already gone and you can't control it anymore. The only thing you can do is learn from it. Thanks, I think that was actually pretty good. I hope you've had some thoughts about what we said and know that we're all humans. We all have fears in us, but are we letting the fear control us or do we take control over the fear and live our life to the fullest? That's what I'm working on to learn. And I'm having so much fun while doing it. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as MP3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.